0: You're listening to Idiot Cast, Season 5, Episode 18 Point of No Return. The angels resurrect Adam and use him as bait to draw out the Winchesters so Dean can give himself over to Michael.
1: back to Itch Cast. I am one of your newbies, Paul Mackey, in my living room in Duluth, Minnesota with my lovely wife, Darcy. Hey!
2: Hey, you.
1: Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. <laughs>
2: It's a joke.
1: <laughs> okay, and then we're also joined down in New Orleans by our friend Yvette. Hey, y'all. Another newbie, and then we've got uh, John Pavlich down Texas Way. Greetings. And Annie, and our other expert, the two of them.
3: Hey. <laughs> I like that Annie just sounded like a cat
0: <laughs>
2: that, <laughs> was, that was the cat and Annie at the same time yeah Aww, hi. Hazel. Hazel says hi everyone
0: hi
2: yeah she'd be crazy
1: and we'll uh, we'll be going over the uh, point of no return in a moment here uh, I've got a summary from Supernatural Wiki you know it's really a uh, the, the, the weekend goes by so fast, and that's the time I really have to work on it, and I, I end up uh, editing the episode, and then then uh, my last chance to really do a summary rolls around, and suddenly
0: that day is full of other stuff.
2: Yeah, I know.
0: Looking at cat videos on YouTube. That's the point. No,
2: I did that yesterday.
0: <laughs> Gotta prioritize. There you go. That's
2: right.
0: The mm. cuddle puddle.
2: And then... And then- ah! Mr. Paul likes to say, "You know that cat cat isn't really a nice cat." Or, what were you what? saying about what? I was looking at a cat video and you were like saying, "That's not real. That's not even what." That's not fluffy. You know that cat's horrible. What? And, oh, it was it was the the Hawaiian vacation where you go. Oh yeah yeah because I said
1: it was cats. a because it was it was a sanctuary where you could right. where, where there were hundred fifty cats that'll come and. And cuddle you. And I was like, well, they say sanctuary, so that means it's a no-kill shelter, which means that all those cats have problems that they're not going to kill them for, because, because
2: they're uh, all diseased. that's what a no-kill is. And I said, no, yeah, it, no it says they're fluffy. Does. It doesn't say they're diseased.
1: Well, of course it doesn't say they're diseased. You just know the subtext well, of don't no-kill have is. you do to
2: go and ruin my delusions. <laughs> <laughs> Let the internet delude me, please. The subtext
1: of no kill shelter is we don't kill them even if they have problems.
2: Well, it's true, and then some of them.
0: Yeah, but that does, but that doesn't mean they all have problems necessarily.
2: Mm, A lot of them do, and then also, not to.
0: Now you're on my side. uh,
2: Oh, I'm about to get on the soapbox. Oh boy. Oh crap. (laughs) Uh, Some, and not all, there are some very nice no-kill shelters out there, Mm -hmm. but there are some that will then take animals that they can't get rid of to the Humane Society and dump them there and let the Humane Society do their dirty work. Mm -hmm. Just so you know. But not all of them do that. I'm just saying some. some. I'm not going to generalize. I'm sure there's some very nice... Reputable, no-kill well, meaning
1: no-kill. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was an odd tangent to go Sorry. on. Sorry. <laughs> I
2: love kitties.
1: That wasn't even a cat video. It was just a picture.
2: <laughs> I love kitties. All
1: right. Well, we could go through the summary here.
2: Yeah.
1: The episode begins with Zachariah in a bar, drinking and complaining about work with another patron. After a few minutes... Zechariah's boss comes to visit, burning out the eyes of the people in the bar and shattering all the glass.
2: I don't know. I think if I got a pink slip,
3: I wouldn't go to a bar. Really? Oh, I think a lot of people A lot would. of people are
1: going to go to the, the, <laughs> the pink slip, yeah. I think
3: most people, that's going to be there. Mm-hmm.
2: Really? There's
1: probably bars that will give you a free drink oh, yeah. for showing your pink slip. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd want to do that. I like to wallow in my own self-pity in my house.
1: I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of Häagen-Dazs where people go when they get their pink slip too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I can totally relate to that. But yeah, I don't know.
0: Man, I used to love Häagen-Dazs because they used to be. That was like their that was like their biggest selling point was that they were all their ingredients were all natural. So like you could look at it's like it was just oh it's just three ingredients you know not all this stuff that, that you can't even pronounce. Now they don't. That, that's not the case anymore.
2: No, and it doesn't taste as good either.
0: No, it doesn't. That's why and it's like oh man.
2: But you know what does taste good? Mm. Ben & Jerry's.
0: All of it. I I like I it. like I <laughs> I like Ben & Jerry's, but it's I'm still I haven't found anything that's 100% all natural to replace uh Hagen dazs yet.
2: Yeah, you know, I don't care. I, I eat chemicals all day. Well, there you go. So.
1: <laughs> well, my, my, uh, my grandpa was in the dairy business and they, they made ice cream at the dairy and so he could taste any, like, we, we'd just have random ice cream from wherever and he'd be like, yeah, they're using this gum and that gum and he knew exactly which gums they had in there for the emulsifying and, you know, all the... Oh, well, that's cool.
2: Have you ever had, you know, like, made your own ice cream?
0: Uh, I did, I did once. It was okay. I think I, I think I, like it was either like a really cheap like brand, uh, so it like didn't turn out righty. Okay. I it, think yeah, like it, it tasted just fine, but it was a little more watery, like almost like a a bit softer. more like a like yeah. a milky yeah, or like a milkshake kind of thing. So like yeah, it's mm-hmm. like I was like, well, this isn't exactly what. It uh, what I was expecting, but it didn't taste bad.
2: We have a little. We we kept yeah, it's that, didn't here we? somewhere. Yeah, yeah. We should do that again sometime. Yeah, it's
1: one of the Cuisin, it's a art that has the the saline bowl that you freeze.
0: Oh. And then, and
1: then it uh, and then you you take the saline bowl out of the freezer right before the, you start making, it, and then you put the ingredients in there, and it turn, turns it
0: in that bowl. You
2: can even just like go and buy like a big tub of yogurt and shove it in there. Yeah. Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah, I did. I didn't do. No, I did nothing that elaborate. Mine was like it was just like the ingredients were like in like a box, and they were just like yeah, put this in a bowl and put this in a bowl and then mix them together and then stick it in the fridge for a really long time okay. and that's so, yeah. yeah yeah. So that's probably that's probably why it didn't turn out great. But well, yeah. you know, that's work with what you got. What
2: it was like originally, you know, when people started mm-hmm. to
0: make ice cream. So. Right.
2: So I got
1: a question. Hmm. Is this Michael that comes to talk to Zachariah at the bar?
2: I don't know. Does he have an ice cream?
0: I don't know. (laughs) Well, I think. uh, I mean, yeah, it's weird because like he just says like it's the boss or whatever.
3: Yeah, Um, I assumed it was God, and then I was like, wait, hold up. But then in the previous, right? But
0: then in a couple previous episodes, they said God. They stated explicitly, God's not invested. Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't. Right. So that's when I was like, wait.
3: Right, because like, my first thing was just like, oh, God's here. Cool. And then I was like, wait, no, that makes like no sense. Uh, who's the boss then?
1: Tony Danza? <laughs> <That> <laughs>
0: exactly no, no. We all, we all know the answer is Angela Bauer. <laughs> yeah, Angela's the clear boss. <laughs> hmm. uh,
1: Zacharias given another chance to do something, and he leaves singing. As though any of us were like, I wonder what job he got to do again. Dean's in a hotel packing up some of his important belongings, including his gun, keys, and leather jacket. Uh, that's important to mention in the summary. I'm not sure, but
2: <laughs> well, I mean that is what he was packing away to send to. to
1: oh, that's Robert right. He packed Singer. it away in his inside his inside that box. That's right. Yeah,
0: I, addressed I, it to I, Bobby. I was... I was also Dad's under the impression checking. that like there are like specific rules and stuff. Where, like you can't just you can't just mail a gun to somebody.
2: But yeah. uh, do they really look? Do they really check? I can tell you no.
0: Don't they go through like a like an X-ray thing? No. I, I don't thought know. they did.
3: I'm googling. Can you mail a gun? Well, you
1: know, allowed, allowed to <laughs> mail a gun or whether you not, can get away I mean, with mailing a can gun. Get away with Maybe him.
0: maybe that's just at airports then.
2: Yeah.
1: I know you can't mail uh, beer or alcohol, but if you call it preserves and you bring it to them in the box sealed up, they just
0: ship it.
2: <laughs> yep. I know that, too.
0: Good to know. <laughs> uh,
3: yeah. You, let Well, you can through UPS. All right. Let's see if USPS keep, keep going. I'm gonna keep yeah, reading yeah, through I mean, this. Yeah, uh, really, yeah like I, like, like I know, like I know, you shouldn't.
0: I know, I know you can mail it, but it's like there's all kinds of like stuff. There's a big long process you have to go through, and it costs like a lot of money. Yeah.
3: But to mail a gun?
0: I believe so. Yeah.
3: I
4: actually don't. You can mail drugs because you know nobody's probably gonna check the package, but you don't want to do that.
0: <laughs> no. You probably
4: don't want to use
1: your real return address if you do.
2: No, nope. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you don't.
0: And nowadays, you have to put a return address on there. was like, used to be, you didn't have to, but. Because I tried to send something anonymously to somebody, and they told me, like, yeah, you have to put an address on there. I'm like, oh. Huh. Okay.
4: Not if you drop it at one of their, you know, drop automated, stations.
0: Automated yeah,
2: stations. Then yeah. what are they going to yeah. do about it? Oh, that's, yeah. Then that's... it's their problem.
4: <laughs> I'm sounding like a, I know a lot about shipping things illegally. I don't. I just <laughs> think it's
2: pretty possible. <laughs> Admit it. It seems It's like really it possible. Work out okay. It's really possible.
3: All right. So, okay. What it seems like is always legal is you can ship it as long as it's within your own state.
2: Oh, huh. okay.
3: So, I, so like, um, John, you and Annie could ship each other guns all day long if you wanted.
0: Oh, good. And Texas, but shipping a gun to do,
3: me... Not I'm care. sure. <laughs> well, is Texas an open carry state? Uh, Louisiana is. is. I just, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's crazy recently, to me. Like I'll see. It is. Yeah. I once saw somebody like straight up, just like walking down the street with two guns on his hip, and I was like, "That's so creepy."
0: Yeah. See, that's weird. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is very recently that it that it became an open carry state. But the weird thing is, is like I don't see a lot of people taking advantage of that.
2: Well, I don't know. I suppose with all the grizzlies trying to invade school, <laughs> oh yeah. god, gotta,
3: yeah, yeah, gotta be sure. That's that's where things. all the
0: guns are, yeah. That's why. I just you know like I thought that people were gonna gonna take that and run with it and go nuts, and I would see like people just walking down the street with like you know like giant semi-automatic rifles or some crap, but no, not I, really. I think
4: right now, I think the situation is that. You can open carry if you have a concealed to carry license. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Like
4: you still have to go through the same training and the same, right. like, very, very minimal, not nearly enough, like, education courses and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you have that's to pro- have a concealed probably... license to open carry, but yeah. they're trying to repeal that so that. Any idiot can walk around with a gun. I know. It's
2: a horrible, yeah. horrible idea. I might be talking yeah. out my
1: butt, but it seems like most of the people that, that want to open carry are the people that are trying to make a point.
4: Yeah.
2: They
0: Usually, are. yeah. No, you're not wrong.
4: I, I know plenty of those people, and I'm not a fan. No. Well, I mean,
2: if you want to have that in your home, it's or fur hunting, or any... I'm totally cool with that, but if you're doing it just to be like, hey, look at, <laughs> look at this
3: extension of my genitalia, you know, i really
2: not interested, thanks.
3: Put it away. Well, <laughs> Annie and... John, y'all will be interested to know that it is currently true that you have to be licensed in order to open carry in Texas. Whereas in Louisiana, I can go get one today and open carry. Whatever, y'all. I don't need a license. I don't even need a firearms license. I can do anything I damn well (laughs) please, according to this. I'm sorry. Wonderful (laughs) state mandate that I'm looking up.
0: Lovely. <laughs> I
4: wonder what we can do. Here. That just means that so, so can anybody else. Oh, let
0: me Yeah, I know.
1: So that's Minnesota, so have you know, conceal here. Uh, we I have conceal carry. carry. I know
3: that, but I don't know. It so looks prob- like you can open carry if you have a license specifically to do that. Yeah,
0: okay.
3: in Minnesota. Yeah.
0: That's probably why uh, I haven't seen anybody, you know, running walk just walking around with guns because they they don't want to go through the through okay. all the, the 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 process. And that's probably why there's a lot of people trying to like. We want to just walk around and carry guns, and it's like, yeah. well,
4: well. To be fair, all the all the CCL people that I know who have that license are like, why would I carry openly? <laughs> it's I know,
0: like, I know. That's the thing. It's better like, to carry concealed, right? That. You know? Well it's plus plus like it's just having consideration for other people. It's like you're just you're you're making people uncomfortable because like guns are freaking dangerous and it's like they
2: are. I have my child here. Do you not see that all I'm thinking is what you're gonna do and it
0: just and it just puts people on it on on edge. Like it's like the optics are bad, you know? It's like if everybody's just walking around carrying a gun, it's like this isn't the old west. Like what are you expecting to happen or expecting not? But wait, like,
2: in the Old West, you had to check your effing weapon sometimes. at the armory. Sometimes. That's sometimes, went, yeah. You know? It
0: yeah. Wasn't... Or or there, or if you were going to go into a specific place, like, they would make you check it at the door. Like, hey, you know, you can't actually w- just walk around inside the establishment with this thing. Like, you got to put it here if you want to go in.
3: Yeah. So, y'all, I just have to tell you that I love this particular law uh, in Texas. Open carry without a license is legal if it's an antique pistol. All right. All <laughs> right. So you know, if you just have like a pretty antique pistol, you can—I don't know where it is a brooch. I don't know what you're doing <laughs> with it. <laughs> I think put all it on a necklace. Long arms are uh, like free they for are. anybody to carry in Texas. But yeah, like Texas. I didn't know that about antiques. antiques. Mm. Yeah, Louisiana's laws are actually real intense. Now that I'm looking at it, we're like one of the freest of the. Uh, open carry states which is real scary hmm. yeah. I'm, but whatever I don't care I think all guns could be illegal I really don't care one way or the I other and I know that, that doesn't appeal to people in rural areas that like killing or whatever they kill but I'm all regulation all the time I don't see the point yeah. but you know whatever that's me I'm a city girl Well, you really have no need for it right there's no need I literally, I don't out. think most people who live in cities have any need for them.
0: Yeah.
1: Unless you feel like they're coming for you and you gotta have it.
3: Who's they? Yeah, exactly. They?
1: Wait, wait, I don't know. It could be a. Could,
3: could be me. It depends
1: on who you are. There's the, I'm the, really scared. Different people you know? have different things. That's
2: right. The grizzlies or the cats. Hazel, watch out. I know you're vicious. The man. The man.
1: The man. That's, that's what the most of them are gonna say, right? I gotta keep my guns because the man's gonna come and take them
0: away. The man. Yeah, I always, I always love that argument because it's like, like you do understand, like if the man wants something from you, they can take it. <laughs> you're not gonna, it. you're yeah. not gonna. Oh, stop the
3: man <laughs> can absolutely do anything they want. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: You, you can't tell me that that little tiny arsenal that you have in your basement mm-hmm. could defeat a. Uh, I don't know, a platoon of Navy Seals. No,
0: you're dead. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. Like, let's, you know, it's like they they think that, like, oh, we're going to have a standoff and I'm going to be able to keep my stuff and I'm going to win. It's like, well, okay, let's just, for the sake of argument, let's say you do, you're just prolonging the, nip because eventually the next wave is going to come and you only have so many bullets, sir. Yeah, you're not going
4: to win. Look up Waco, Texas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ruby Ridge.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, eventually he's like... Yeah. I,
2: I don't think any of those ended well, did they now? Oh,
4: nope.
1: right. Hey, you know, Sam comes in after Dean packs up his special package. Talks <laughs>
4: tangent about, bell.
1: <laughs> talks to Dean about running away. <laughs> Dean tells Sam he won't be able to stop him when he's not on Demon Blood, but Sam brought backup. Castiel.
0: It's a tangent gong at this point.
1: Yeah, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> The boys appear at Bobby's house, back in Sioux Falls, the the Hick, the hick town of Sioux Falls, etc. Ah, anyways, that's not important. This episode. Sam and Bobby try to convince Dean to wait longer before saying yes to Michael. Bobby tells them he thinks about giving up every day, but doesn't because the prom. Uh, bo- yeah, Bobby tells them that he thinks about giving up every day, but doesn't because of the promise he made to Dean. Castiel gets a vision of something about to happen and disappears. Something's happening. Poof. Pretty much. Castile shows up in a wooded field where he's attacked by a couple of angels with angel blades. It's not just a wooded field. It's a wooded field where all of the trees have been blown down, similar to uh, to Dean's resurrection site, right? Right. After killing them, he pulls the body of Adam Milligan out of the ground. Well, Adam Milligan's already working his way out of the ground. He just pulls in the rest of the way. Back at Bobby's, Castiel brands Adam's ribs with the same Enochian symbols that Sam and Dean have on theirs, hiding them from all angels. Sam and Dean tell Adam they are all brothers, and they learn that Adam was resurrected by angels to be Michael's vessel. If Adam agreed to be Michael's vessel, the angels would bring his mom back. Which... Yeah, were they already playing games with him in heaven? Did they already have him withheld from memories with his mom? Because I mean, the whole idea was that you're spending time in your best memories, and she would have already had plenty of. I mean, Dean had plenty of exposure to
0: his mom in that
1: brief scene.
0: Well, he that- he does he does talk about what his. Um, well, that his heaven was his prom. It, yeah.
3: Yeah. Y'all, this was so weird. It was super weird to see this dude back again.
1: Which still which which brings me back to remembering, you know, to, to thinking about that episode with the heaven again. So, I mean, they yeah, they traveled through a bunch of different memories, but so does that mean that if you decide to have a memory if if they decide that your mem- your perfect heaven memory doesn't
0: involve your parents, then you're never going to see them again? That's I no, I guess not unless you wanted to. I don't know.
4: Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I always interpreted that that conversation as as meaning that, you know, they told him that they would he would continue to live yeah. after the apocalypse, and yeah. they would resurrect his mom so they could live together. Like,
0: oh outside right, of heaven. Well, yeah. right, yeah. Uh, Castiel
4: says it's because the angels
1: seem to have given up on Dean. Sam tries to convince Adam to stay, saying that he. Uh... Sam tries to convince Adam to stay, saying he will if he has a single good memory of their father. He stays, but makes it clear the only family to him is his mother. Uh, when Adam has a lapse in watcher, he tries to escape. Sam finds him before he leaves and talks to him about John. Adam doesn't find this reassuring and tells Sam he would rather that he would have taken a father of any form. Sam tries to console Adam, telling him that Dean, he and Dean would have tried to find him if they knew they had a brother.
3: Did they already talk? They talked about this the last time we saw him, right?
0: Yeah. The, yeah, but yeah. that but that wasn't him. Yeah, none of that. Remember was him. that was the.
3: Oh, that's right. He was like some kind of That's right. That yeah. Okay, sorry. That's Agul. what I was I forgot about that. Agul, yes. I was just like, why are they talking about all this again? Like, yeah. I don't know.
0: That's okay, why sorry. that's why uh, Adam was resurrected in this episode because he was dead. He was the real Adam was was dead before the episode had even started. So right,
1: right. That's right. So they've never
0: talked
3: Cause, to him. That's right cuz him and his mom were
0: Yeah, those monster
3: things that... But but then as it turns out, maybe... That's right, because we had a whole discussion whether or not the ghouls were even that bad. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you.
1: Where the hell am I? Oh, Dean... Yeah, sorry, I scrolled up already, so I'm starting here. (laughs) Dean is being kept in Bobby's panic room. Yay, panic room. (sighs) Sam and Castello come down to talk to him. Dean says he won't let Adam become Michael's vessel that they have let so many people die already. He wants to be who he was meant to be. Sam asks him to stop sacrificing himself for a minute and try to stick together. Dean can't because he doesn't believe in Sam. He's sure Sam will turn eventually and be convinced to say yes to Lucifer. Dean has to say yes to Michael for there to be a fight when Sam, uh, with Sam when it happens. No, Dean has to say yes to Michael to be there to fight Sam when it happens.
3: So, y'all, was this weird... I don't. I feel like we've also had this Dean Sam conversation before too, like not this exact same one, but like I feel like this whole like somebody believing in someone and I don't. This whole thing's given me weird deja vu. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it feels like sometimes you know they've had various uh, crises where where one of them or the other one is like I'm, I, I can't trust you. Yeah, mostly Dean not trusting Sam. I, that sounds like that seems like a theme that we've had before. Maybe not this particular, you know, you know, for this particular reason or cause, but I think in the past he said, yeah, I can't trust you. That's why That's why they split up for a while uh, for an episode uh, earlier this season, right?
3: hmm Right. So are we just rehashing that again?
0: A little bit, I guess. A little. Yeah. I mean, there's a different context surrounding it now, but yeah.
3: Yeah. I guess that's just sort of like the theme of their relationship, though, like, you have, like, trust issues, daddy issues, um, yeah. And these things just keep cropping back up over and over again.
0: Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: A little premature, because we're not quite there in the summary yet, but uh, that
3: actually is addressed at the end of the episode. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah I just sort of, I, just the entire time I was watching this, I was like, I know I haven't seen this before, but it felt very familiar. And even with like the brother being back and then I remembered that he'd already come back, but I'd forgotten about the whole ghoul thing. So I was also just like, you guys have already talked about this. You've already talked about this. You've already talked about this. Yeah, I spent a lot of this episode just being like, all right, we get it. You've covered this ground before. Let's
0: and that guy with on. the hat, that was Bobby. <laughs> oh,
3: Bobby. Well, well, here's also, okay, so Bobby to me it seemed off this episode and I don't know what it was. Like maybe the actor, I don't know. It just seemed weird to me, but that might have just been me.
4: Hmm. I think he just felt helpless. Like he really so wants to help them, but there's nothing he feels that he can really do.
3: Yeah, maybe that's it. Because I know, like they they wanted him to watch Adam, and he's like,
0: he's also still he's also still uh, uh, paralyzed. So yeah,
3: right. I mean, I know he's still like dealing with. You know, obviously, like, his own stuff. And maybe that's, like, what they were trying to get across. But it did seem like he... He did seem, like, super, like, disempowered, this episode. Just, like, kind of there.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I think, that's, I think that's partly the point. I mean, the point for yeah. as far as his, his character is concerned. So. Sam leaves and Castiel goes to check on Dean. He hears a crash inside the panic room and calls out to Dean once he's entered... Dean puts his hand to an angel-banishing sigil, sending Castiel away and giving Dean time to escape. Sam finds out and heads off to find him, leaving Bobby in charge of watching over Adam, who is sleeping, and Zachariah visits him in his dream, saying that Adam can't see his mother yet, and uh, that they've already told him that Sam and Dean are bad news. Yeah, anything about that scene? Uh, Zachariah going on and on,
2: basically
3: he likes to do that I'm I guess this is also like hopping forward but I'm kind of glad we're done with this character
2: yeah yeah
1: that's a a skip forward just a little bit yes
3: (laughs) yeah it's a skip forward but I just was like I was over him like I was like okay we get it you're gonna antagonize them
0: I don't know he is a bit of a one trick pony yeah
3: he is like there's no real nuance to his character he's just a villain
0: I mean, Kurt Fuller—he's really good at it. Yeah. So there's that, yeah. but.
3: Yeah, like but I'm yeah, not he, criticizing he does, the actor. He, I just—he does have he that is, thing. Like, of, underwritten.
0: He does have that thing of being a little like he's sleazy and manipulative. He tells people what they want to hear. He promises them, them things, and then whether he's getting his way or not, he just starts hurting people, usually hemorrhaging blood. Yeah. Because he's kind of sick that way.
1: He likes the internal injuries. Yeah. Dean meets a preacher on the street and asks him to praise to the angels. Uh, apparently this guy's really an actual prophet or someone who has an actual line on things. Uh, to, to, to praise to the angels and tell them where Dean is. Castiel hears this prayer, knocks
0: out the preacher, and beats the heck out of Dean in the alley.
2: He deserved it.
0: I love that no one stops to help.
2: Can they see like, him? Nope. <laughs> Can they see the angel?
0: Yeah. Are you sure? Probably. There's no reason. There's no reason why they've never been given. Uh, yeah, he's you know, never had, he's never had the... haven't been haven't been told that he's invisible. Yeah, people see him. Okay. Well, and also, and also, even if like let's say they didn't, like it would still look weird. Like, okay, well, Dean's clearly getting tossed around by some invisible force, getting the crap beat out of him. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Castiel is angry that Dean would be willing to surrender to the angels after he has rebelled from heaven for Dean He zaps them back to Bobby's where we learn that Adam has disappeared into thin air. Castiel figures out that he must have told the angels where he was in a dream. In the green room They're calling it the green room. I guess they they called it the green room at some point
0: I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah, they, when, they, when they first, uh yeah. presented it to Dean, that's basically what they called it.
1: Yeah, they're, but in, inside this episode they're calling it the beautiful room, I suppose. In the green room, Zachariah speaks to Adam about how he is not the vessel of Michael, he's just bait to lure Dean there. Bait. When Adam confronts him about lying about seeing his mom again, Zachariah makes him cough up blood. Because, hey, you know, that's, that's, that's his thing. That's
3: what he does. That's his thing. So I was legit eating a cheeseburger while I watched that scene. <laughs> and I was like, come on now. Just trying to have a cheeseburger here. Right. So like I I took a bite of the cheeseburger. It's like in my mouth, I'm chewing it. And then they're just like focusing on the cheeseburger on the scene. And then he's just like Bleh. And I was like,
0: Come on. <laughs>
2: You're not helping me enjoy this, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See I've never had that problem My mom was just like oh interesting oh, oh, oh,
3: oh, oh. oh I kept eating it Don't worry oh, yeah. but I <laughs> didn't want you to waste like, to get a oh.
2: cheeseburger On this show you know I know
3: <laughs> That totally made me flash back to that Like platter of cheeseburgers that was yeah. in um <laughs> That one scene
1: so was it, Yeah it was in both You <laughs> had a platter of cheeseburgers in this cheeseburgers scene
3: Yeah Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do like a good platter of cheeseburgers. Delicious.
1: Like, jug- like, like Jughead with a platter of cheeseburgers. Yeah. Not that Jughead has a platter of cheeseburgers.
3: If I don't get a scene on Riverdale where Jughead has a platter of cheeseburgers, I'm going to be real sad.
1: Yeah, you and Brad Couples.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he also holding out for a yes, platter he's holding of cheeseburger out for you, jughead? You said-
1: he said there's got to be a crown and there's got to be a cheeseburger and it's just got to happen.
2: Well, his, his hat is. He does crown wear the crown hat. Oh, yes,
1: he does have the crown but hat. But
2: you know that it's not really a crown hat. You know well, that, I know right? that
1: it's a fedora that's been. been, Flipped, been uh, and yeah. then it's and yeah. then
2: it's felt and it's cut. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, I know what, I know what the, the Jughead crown is. <coughs> okay. As does Brad Couples. I found the link to that and sent it to the Ramjack. They okay, know about it.
2: Thank that. you. All
1: right. Okay. Ramjack, Ramjack tangent done. Uh, Castiel tells Sam and Dean that. No, no, no. That's oh. not where we're Castiel has figured out that Adam is in the green room. No. Sorry. What are you doing? I'm just finding where I'm at. Back in Bobby's panic room, Sam un-cuffs, un- unhandcuffs Dean from a cot. He tells Dean that Adam has been taken by the angels and they need to get him back. Castiel has figured out that he's in the green room, guarded by five angels. Sam tells Dean that he's bringing Dean along, trusting him to do the right thing when the time comes and not say yes to Michael. Because, yeah, that's going to (laughs) work. Castiel tells Sam and Dean the green room is in Van Nuys, California. And uh, Castiel will head into the abandoned warehouse where the room is located and fight off the angels, giving Dean and Sam time to get at him. Dean notes that Castiel taking on five angels alone is basically suicide, and Castiel says he'd rather face it than Dean failing. Inside... Castiel kills an angel and is surrounded by the four others. As he drops his sword and tells them to come get him. While they rush in, he reveals an angel banishing sigil he's carved into his own chest. And that was and badass. The angels are, are banished. Yes,
3: that was really cool.
0: Really creative.
3: Yeah, yeah, I was into that, too. I thought that was probably
2: the best part of the whole episode.
3: Yeah, I think maybe it might yeah. be,
0: might be. Agreed.
3: I don't, nah, platter a cheeseburger Sorry oh, okay, <laughs> never Changed my mind
1: Sam and Dean can now access the green room Dean finds Adam on the floor in the green room Adam, after his surprise that Dean came for him Tells him it's a trap Zachariah appears And Sam tries to stab him from behind Zachariah throws Sam to the ground and makes Adam fall to the ground and cough up blood again. He does this to Sam as well, telling Dean there's no other choice. Dean asks him to stop and says he will, and he says he will in exchange for Dean saying yes. Zachariah calls Michael down from heaven with an Enochian chant, and Dean says that he has some conditions first, including Michael wasting Zachariah. After sharing a look with Sam, Dean stabbed Zachariah through the mouth with an angel killing sword, finally killing him.
3: I did like that. that and everybody
4: goes, yay!
1: <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, killing Zachariah or platter of cheeseburgers? <laughs> cheeseburgers. <Killing Zachariah.
0: laughs> I love
3: cheeseburgers.
2: Well, the platter
0: like of cheeseburgers were still in the room. They were so. still there.
3: Yeah. Like, all right, so it's like you don't even have to
0: choose. Right. <laughs> they were they were all on the scene together. How beautiful.
1: He gets Adam up and rushes to help Sam out of the green room before Michael arrives. But as soon as Dean and Sam pass the threshold, the door slams shut, locking Adam in. Back on the road, Sam asks Dean why he changed his mind about saying yes. Dean explains that Sam had faith in him and he couldn't let Sam down. And he basically says that, uh, you know, to heck with destiny. They'll keep fighting. And that's the episode. Yay. 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 And I mean, and yeah, they, they, uh, they've kind of said it all along, but they said, you know, we're going to fight this our own way and that kind of thing. It kind of felt like they were having a, a mini-mission statement at the end there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mission statement for the next, uh, whatever it is, five episodes left? Yeah. This was, this was what, 18?
2: I don't know. I'm yeah. I kind of lost track. I thought this would be, like, the second to the last. So,
1: so we've got 19, 20, 21. Is there 22 in the season? I believe so. Yeah. At this right. point,
4: yes. Yeah, so four left. So long, I think. Season.
1: Three or four. Yep. Alright, well that's the uh, that is the summary. Uh, if we can choose if someone wins this episode.
2: <sighs>
4: Sam. Sam.
2: For Sam. positive Sam. attitude.
4: <laughs> For having faith in his brother and, and turning everything around with that faith. Mm. Like that that faith that he had in Dean changed everything.
0: Oh, that's you know good what I'm a stick
4: with you, girl, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> I I, I, wa- I, I, have, <laughs> I wrote down some notes while you were talking earlier, and it, I said if uh, that was right, we are we're revisiting old issues, but with a very different outcome. The, the last time that we were at this particular you know crossroads with the brothers and this level of mistrust and doubt and deception and stuff, they chose very different paths. Uh, uh, Dean called Sam a monster and, and refused to have anything to do with him And Sam left to go And you know do what he thought was right And kill Lilith on his own And everything went really really wrong Because of that But this time Sam's like No you know what you said you don't believe in me But I'm going to believe in you And it uh, that, that faith that he had in Dean Made Dean change his mind at the last minute And suddenly you got, They're back on track They're they're back to being a team and this whole, you know, car talk, bro talk, mission statement sort of redefining where they're going to go.
0: Yeah, see, I I was going to say, Dean, you know, because of that ending, um, you know, it's like, oh, Dean got his faith back and and he was the one who, who made the mission statement. But no, you're right. Like, Sam was the catalyst for all of that. So... You don't get there without Sam. So yeah, I'm gonna say Sam won. Yeah,
3: we'll go Sam. All right, Sam. Sam's taking it this season, y'all.
4: Got a little passionate there, sorry. I have Sam, Sam, Sam in all caps three times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: All right. Well we've got a chance to do a little quotes. I only have two, so I'm gonna I'm gonna steal one right away, I guess. Uh, the beautiful room's in an abandoned muffler factory in Van Van Nuys, California? Where do you think it was? Uh, I don't know. Jupiter? Blade of Grass? Not Van Nuys. Does
4: that Blade of Grass thing ring a a Stephen King bell for anybody else?
0: Oh, it does now that you mention it.
1: (laughs) No.
4: The Tower, like in a blade of cracks,
0: mm-hmm. the okay. dark, ta- dark
2: okay.
1: tower oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No. Guess I didn't read that one. I've, I've, I think I read a little bit of it at some point, <laughs> but I was at it from the library and had to send it
0: back. Didn't we tell you about them? so you know you can't trust them, right? You know, Sam and Dean Winchester are psychotically, irrationally, erotically codependent on each other, right <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wow, oh, that's a good one. Erotically Codependent would be like a really cool band name.
1: Yeah. It <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, we're Erotically Codependent.
2: I also <laughs> thought that like Flaming Bonnets. <laughs> flaming Bonnets. Yeah, you had one. Flaming
1: Bonnet from the uh, from our
4: weekend here. Yeah, it was a good one. Okay, I, uh, I'll go with one that supports my point. Um, I have actually, my favorite line in the entire episode is not a line. It's just Dean's wink to Sam. Oh, uh. yeah. yeah. Um, But my favorite actual part of dialogue is, Sam, so what changed your mind? And Dean says, honestly, the damnedest thing. I mean, the world's ending. The walls are coming down on us. I look over to you, and all I can think about is that stupid son of a bitch brought me here. I just didn't want to let you down.
0: Oh." Do right. we get it? We got everybody?
1: Everybody covered?
0: Satisfied? I, I wrote down one more.
1: Okay.
0: So screw destiny right in the face. I say we take the fight to them and do it our way.
1: Yeah, that was the other thing. They, they had the, uh, the screw, screw destiny right in the face, and then earlier uh, uh, Dean told Castiel
0: to blow him. <laughs> I was like,
1: can they, can they do that? Is that allowed? Shh. You mean on TV? On TV.
0: And they say, yeah, you can say it, just, do it. Say it, just yeah, don't show it. Show it. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
4: This was the episode where I finally sort of like got for the first time. I was like, okay. Yeah. There look, look at all that sexual tension between Cass and Dean Cass is so pissed. <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I get it a little bit.
0: Well, Ca- Ca- Castiel does uh, bear his chest in order to make the angels go away just saying all right
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah y'all so i don't know if this was something that was clarified in the episode or not but like i thought that only angels could kill other angels like wasn't that stated at some point i think
2: that those special angel well, yeah, the special angel
3: swords
1: but yeah angel knives angel swords but
4: yeah
1: but yeah somebody
4: sure whether... did say that
3: though at some point they were not Correct, but they did say it. Was mm. mm-hmm. Okay, so I guess it's all right. So I guess he just needed to have that angel knife Uriel. to do it. That
2: now I bet those That's... angel knives would also work really well on angel food cake.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure it would. You could totally so slay right an through, angel food
0: cake. It was no resistance. <laughs> so,
3: angel food cake is just not as good as devil's food cake. Mm,
2: you know, I think each has its own. Uh, its own. Purpose. Merits? I especially yeah. love the angel food with a little strawberries.
1: Mm. Make pretty. it a, kind of like a strawberry shortcake. Except then it's for the angel really food yes. cake. All right. Um, I want got, cake. I've got. A, I've, I, I thought something. I something occurred to me. Like, so you have to be in a specific place to say yes. Because, like, I mean, apparently, if uh, if destiny is what it is, to Sam was destined to say yes in Detroit. Yeah, okay. And But but you have to be in the beautiful room to say yes? I
2: guess. Dean couldn't so. just say yes
1: anywhere and have it happen?
2: Maybe it's uh, so Michael knows where to find him. Like Michael. Yeah, I didn't. Knows I don't. His way
4: to the one store, you know?
0: I haven't recalled them specifying anything like that, but I don't know.
4: I think Dean could have said yes in any given parking lot yeah. and Michael would have shown up. That was just Zachariah being, you know, glorying in being killed in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got this special incantation that I totally don't need. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, the other thing that I was that I was intrigued by in that scene was Zachariah was like uh, something about the uh, you know it was all going according to the plan from the big guy. Now if he's not talking about God, is there someone else? It, it, it's either one of two things. It's either either there's some big guy that was calling the shots besides Michael or Zachariah or. There's somebody posing as God that Zechariah believes is God and isn't actually God.
3: Ooh, I like that idea. Like
2: Papa Smurf of Babylon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Weird reference from last week. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, I mean, it's it's things that I'm thinking about when he says that it's all going according to the big guy's plan. So, anyways. Uh, are we ready for feedback, then? Feedback. I have feedback from Nutty from Facebook. Uh, and this is actually two posts that I sort of just uh, combined together. She says, I might have to try and rewatch this one for better feedback. All I can think of now is how unfair this all of this is to Adam and some other thoughts that I think I'll post in the spoiler group, sorry. And then she says, uh, I think this has less impact on rewatch. I love Bobby... Yelling at Dean about how what keeps him going uh, was his promise to Dean. I love Cass beating on Dean, and uh, by the end, Dean doesn't say or in and in the end, Dean doesn't say yes because he doesn't want to let Sam let down Sam, kind of like Bobby. But yeah, Adam's the one we need to feel for. Not a great episode, in my opinion. Thank you, Nutty.
0: Thanks, Nutty.
3: Yeah, Thank Nutty. I totally agree with that. Like, I was like, "Why is Adam even deal? Like, what's the point of this? You know, it's so unfair to him." And like teasing him with his mom. Like, God, the angels are such jerks. I mean, I know they always have been, but
0: yeah, there's uh-huh. there's so much I want to say right now, but I can't really until the season is over. So, so we'll, I'm just, looking, we'll put a put a pin in that.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking right.
1: at the end of that scene, and so so it's either. Either Adam is now again dead, or Adam has gotten the opportunity to maybe say yes, even though they're kind of saying that's not anything that could have possibly worked anyway.
2: Well, you know, maybe they went with Plan B.
1: Or he's still alive in some other way, and just in that room, but wherever the room went to when it went away.
2: Mm. I feel like they were they implying dead. I feel like they took him back.
1: Took him back to heaven. Yeah, killed him
2: with with them
1: to torture him some more but like in li- like in living form or in just spirit form is he dead
2: well i don't know well
1: that's what i'm asking
2: he, what, was, what not, happened? he was still dead what? no
1: because he was alive they brought no him he was
2: still dead they resurrected he was still him. dead
1: he was still dead all along
2: <laughs> even if you're resurrected you're still dead eh? you only do that once
1: okay saying. so was he alive or dead when they took him out of the room at the end he's dead dead he was dead all along.
2: He's been
4: dead, right?
2: Yes. He's not really alive. You guys don't know how this works yet. Jeez.
4: Well, so, so Dean's so I Dean's don't think alive. Michael can possess a dead vessel.
2: Well, that's why they were saying it wouldn't work. No, right?
1: But, but Dean But Dean got resurrected and he's alive. Or is um, he dead?
2: Well, he was in hell and he wasn't yeah. really killed. No, he was, he was he dead. Killed?
1: Yeah, dead. He was dead. Dean was dead dead was buried. They resurrected him by pulling him out of
2: oh, his grave. well then, he's dead too. Okay. <laughs>
1: well.
0: Hey, I died twice.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Kitty, don't go in the
1: basement. She's been down there twice today already.
2: Bad kitty. This
1: evening. During recording.
2: What does she do when she's down there?
1: Hunts bugs. Like any good kitty. She is a good kitty. Alright,
2: uh, well, should we rate...
0: I really enjoyed this episode. Um you know, we killed Zachariah. Yay. Uh, yay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Agreed. He's awful. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
0: a lot of uh uh you know, moral uh quandaries being discussed and people getting their faith back and you know family come and get coming together so yeah I have nothing to, but uh, good things to say about this episode so I'm gonna give it nine out of ten sleek and shiny angel daggers I want one so bad
1: <laughs> uh you know, I kind of kind of disagree a little bit I think there was a lot of a lot of dead space in this episode where they were just waiting for something to happen waiting for this waiting for that yeah, it um, reminded
2: me of uh, the Deathly Hollows for the first part.
1: Yeah, the first part of the Harry Potter yeah, movie where it was like, a lot oh, of waiting. on! But uh, I did, you know, there was that. There was some. Uh, the, I really liked the uh, cast, you know, taking Dean down a peg uh, with uh, physical violence. That that was really intense uh i liked that the that we got rid of zachariah um so there's things that i enjoyed about it but really i felt like there was really a a, a slow spot in the middle where it was really just really felt like nothing was happening um i'm going to give it a six and a half because like i said there's things i liked things i didn't six and a half out of ten uh beautiful room burger bars because you know <laughs> i'd say it's the beautiful room burger bar they're at okay do you want to go next?
3: I don't know. I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking about. I'll go next. Um, so um, first thing I want to say is that if any of y'all ever come to New Orleans, I will take you to a place that like is a gorgeous like mid nineteenth century like.
0: Is it called um, the House of the Rising Sun?
3: <laughs> it's not. It's um. It's just like a really pretty restaurant that specializes in burgers so it's fun to eat like a cheeseburger at this like gorgeous place with like hanging chandeliers and stuff okay cool anyway um i thought this one was better than the last one definitely um i'm glad that Zachariah is dead because i hated him i didn't however need to see adam ever again i don't think that that character adds anything i hope we never see him again i hope that was the end of it um, although I feel bad for him. Like, if that was a real person, God, what a what a crap lot to be dealt. Um, he's, like, the least important person in this universe, almost. Like, if you have Sam and Dean as these weirdly important people, he just takes this backseat to them over and over again. It's really sad. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It felt really slow, Paul's right. But I'm going to go ahead and give it um, 7 out of 10. Platters of cheeseburgers, I guess. Um, yeah, it wasn't great, but it wasn't horrible.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It was, it, for me, it was super slow. I just, maybe because I saw it at the end of the workday and I just didn't have a lot of patience. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some of that. That's, that's me. So I'm going to give it a, a 6 um, out of 10 uh, pack-in-packages.
0: <laughs> it was
4: packing.
0: I got it it t- <laughs> t- took me a second but I got there
4: okay um I'm again gonna be the the fangirl who like just I I wow I have always liked this episode but every time I watch it again and especially you know tonight when I watched it again um I I find it in retrospect with the benefit of having you know seen it all before it's very powerful it's also by the way the 100th episode of the tv show
0: yay wow Um, yeah hey i gave it a nine the only reason i'm doing that (laughs) is because i'm grading on a curve because i know what's coming
4: (laughs) yeah yeah i know um it's it's i I think that maybe rewatching probably lends a great deal of insight here but you know everything that uh happens between the primary characters is just very deep and textured And layered and important And I was just like holy crap There's so much important stuff that's going on now And the um, The acting is really good uh, Jared's You know facial reaction to, to Dean telling him that I'm sorry I just I can't believe in you Anymore and uh, that, that was very good and Cass's Freak out the, the violence I, I love it It's, just, it's a really deep Episode in retrospect. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to give it um, 10 out of 10. Cheers for Team Free Will.
3: Yay. All right. So that gives this episode a 7.7. So it's doing quite well.
1: Pretty respectful. Yes. John, what's our homework for next week?
0: Next week's homework is season five, episode 19, Hammer of the Gods. and I think we have a new for that one. I believe we have
1: a and oh, I believe that, uh, assuming it all works out, we're going to have uh, Return of Mad A.
0: Yay!
3: Ooh, okay, so, like, alright, Hammer of the Gods. Thor, um, uh, uh, Vikings, Odin, there's uh... A-
4: uh, I, I, I can't I, wait to talk about this one I don't, I, 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 that's why
0: we're having a new just here.
4: because of a couple Vikings, of episodes Vikings. ago it's, uh, what,
1: something interesting there's, a, uh, there's a, a novel called Hammer of the Gods but that's about a, uh, a extinction level asteroid strike
2: oh, yeah. I don't
0: know not, think that's
1: like I don't think they're likely to bring that up uh, I don't think, how
0: do you fight an asteroid strike uh, you get a bunch of oil drillers together, and you put them on a rocket, and you <laughs> that was, send them up there to.
1: That was that was set up for that. Yeah! Yay! <laughs> I, I I set it up. You you hit it. Oh, good! <laughs> Very good. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm just you know thinking at, thinking ahead on the whole um, series that we've still got to go. That we're you know working our way up to the end of the season five apocalypse, whatever. So either we get an apocalypse that happens and then everything gets reset in some way or we have an apocalypse that doesn't happen and is prevented in some way or we get this whole like this, this tri- like I said this
0: tribulations
1: thing where there's supposed to be this uh, 100 years of protracted battle where it's part of the uh, as as I said I'm not no expert at revelations but I think that's something that that some of the versions go with I think there's a, I think there's a, a a a fair number of people that uh that believe that uh, that the past uh, couple of centuries have been tribulations already. World War Two, etc., etc., all of the things. So, uh, those are things that I, I don't know if there. <coughs> obviously, obviously, some something in there is going to be an answer. Mm-hmm. Either, uh, like I said, either there's an apocalypse and everything gets reset. There's no apocalypse and it gets prevented, or uh, <coughs> or the whole rest of the series is apocalypse. Which I hope it isn't because I really want to see more things that are that are back to hunting ghosts and fighting other things that aren't Judeo-Christian
0: related. Well, we've got 20 more seasons, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, we'll see. Ghost chasers.
3: just
0: Ghost facers.
3: (laughs) I'm hoping that one season is just a season of ghost facers. I can (laughs) dream and hope for that.
0: (laughs) That'd be pretty cool.
3: Okay, well,
1: hey, until next time, I guess we'll say happy happy hunting.
0: Happy hunting!
1: Happy hunting!
0: Bye.
1: You've been listening to Idiotcast from quadruplez.com. Join the discussion at facebook.com slash Idiotcast. We love feedback. You can email us or send us an MP3 voice message. Please use the episode title as your subject line to prevent accidental spoilers. Our email address is IdiotcastPodcast at gmail.com. The theme song for Educast is by Borrowed Trouble. Find the band at borrowtrouble.com. Lyrics and vocals by Educast's founder, Allie Jones, who you can find out all about at imthewonderband.com. The The closing music you hear right now is Too Good, written and performed by Jack Mangan, and is used by permission. You can find other music, writings, and discussions by Jack, as well as back episodes of his own deadpan podcast at jackmangan.com. You can hear more from the hosts of this show, Yvette can be heard as one of the hosts of Investigating Mars, an intro cast for the TV series Veronica Mars, also available from quadruplez.com. John Pavlich can be heard on CastleCast, a fan cast for the ABC series Castle at castlecast.net, and his own SofaDogs podcast at sofadogs.libson.com. Now you can also watch the SofaDogs YouTube channel at youtube.com slash user slash sofadogs. Annie is currently acting as Global Coordinator for Can't Stop the Serenity, a worldwide series of charity screenings of Joss Whedon's Serenity, benefiting Equality Now. For more information on Can't Stop the Serenity, including event listings and how to host an event, visit www.cantstoptheserenity.com. Darcy and I can also be heard on the Ghostlight Podcast, an intercast for the television series Slings and Arrows, also featured on quadruplez.com.